Well, and welcome into SoRare. Andrew's brought to you by SoRare Dana. I am Andrew Laird. You can find me as Lairdino on SoRare. Joined, I think that's Andy Black. I think it is. Freshly shaven Andy Black. I think it's the first time I've ever seen this. And we've known each other for quite a bit. Andy, what the hell is going on? Uh, long story short, uh, um, a guy that I work with was talking about how he went to the uh, barber shop and got like the straight edge Ooh. shave. Yeah, yeah. Like, it feels really good. I did not go to a barber shop, but I was like, you know what? It might feel good to just get a really good clean shave. So I, I did that earlier this week and I was like, yeah, this feels kind of nice. So wow. I, don't know, I might go with it for a bit. I believe Sean is a barber shop shave guy. Yeah. Or he just happens to shave every time he gets a haircut. But like, that's it. I'll have to ask him on a different show. But looking sharp, you look younger, actually. I think that's oh, yes. pretty much, uh, yeah. Let's if go. that's the point. Then, I, uh, oh, at, good point. Uh, I got carded three times last night at the uh, U.S. Men's National Team game. Wow. But the people that work there said that they card everyone. So I wish they never said that because it does like make people who have not been carded in a long time feel good. And they're like, yeah. don't worry, we do it to everyone. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. I was like, don't say that. Right. It's like someone giving you a compliment, like, hey, you look really nice today. And you're like, thanks. You're like, don't worry, I say it to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's right, Blue Tomatoes. Who's the guy on the right? That is Andy Black. Um, let's see. There were two things. We do have a topic today, and I am going to talk about it, but there are two things I want to bring up before we get to it. They're very okay. important. One, I said it on yesterday's limited time only. I'm going to say it pretty much on every show. Uh, a survey went out from us, so we're data. Well, it didn't really go out. It's available for everybody to do. I guess we tweeted it out. And we're just looking for some feedback for, for specific users, mostly for our football product, actually all for our football product, except for Jimmer who filled it out for baseball. And, but we are looking for feedback from people. So it is linked right on the Sora Data homepage. It is also a pinned tweet if you are on Twitter. If everybody could just take less than five minutes, I promise it is less than five minutes. Uh, to fill out that survey, it would be greatly appreciated. The other thing I was going to bring up, and I'm going to show everyone how to do this. I know not everyone is into playing the lineup projection game. And part of it is because you have to do so many projections in order to qualify re for rewards. And we have changed it a little bit, but you still have to do a ton to win. However, however, we have a monthly raffle now for anyone who does at least 500 projections in a month and gets at least 80% of those 500 projections right. And if you're here and you're like, man, 500 sounds like a lot, it is a lot. However, it's also really easy. So if you just go SO5 lineup projections, right away you'll be able to see how many you've done on this uh, side here. So I've done 1,003 and I am 34 one hundredths of a percent short of the 80%. But if you just went in here, there are 776 possible MLS lineups you could project for this week. You only have to do 500. And if you get 80% of those right, then you qualify for this raffle. And why not? Just do it. That's it. Anyway. So that's just showing this month. Is that right? Correct. Okay. I was going to say minus zero projections. Yeah. So you should, you're 500 short right now. But uh, I have faith in you that you can bang those out. And if you view the leaderboards, 
we have this new page now that shows like your previous months and you can see where you rank in certain leagues. Uh, you can see that I am absolutely horrific at guessing lineups from Peru. So I've stopped. I just won't do it anymore. And so, um, yeah, check that out. Help out the community and get yourself potentially a prize. That's all. Um, that's all I got for that. Those are the announcements. I really cannot get over the fact that you're clean shaven. It keeps going. <laughs> Just pretend I'm someone else. What's funny is that I almost shaved before this, like this morning. And I was like, yeah, it could have been twins. Andy doesn't, Andy doesn't shave. I'm not going to do it. Thank you to everybody for coming. Andy Germ said he really loves the new Sorari's. I, I, I forget how we decided we were actually going to say this. Uh, special edition cards that are nearly identical design to last year's cards that will help, help boost collection bonuses and nothing else. Nothing noting it's a special edition. I do say they do say Sorari's on them. Sorari's, Sorari's, I don't know. But I agree. The what gets me is that it doesn't say what they want. It's just like, hey, here's the Kirk Chu one. And you're just like, oh, what did he win? And you're like, oh, I don't know. But he won one. So I don't know. That's a good point. I was scrolling through the market and I saw a couple guys and I was like, oh, I wonder what he was good for. Like, I wonder why he is uh, um, so special. I noticed that the it was the Serie A one that uh, Kovarich Scalia was the player of the year, but Oshiman was the U23 of the year. And it was like, I realize you probably didn't want one guy to win both, but one of both of those guys are under 23. And if one of them was the best player in the entire league, theoretically, he's the best player who is also under 23 in that league. But I think the funny one for me was uh, I was looking at, I think it was a, a Lazio bundle. And uh, <clears throat> I was trying to figure out which card was the special edition. And it took me far too long to be able to figure out which one was special. Uh, I actually have it right here, this Lazio bundle here. Um, and I agree that you like just look at it. What is, what's special here? Well, he's got, you know, the different background and it's a little sharper yeah, here. Like uh, Providal and uh, Milinkovic Savage have like different backgrounds, right? There it is. There's the Sorari's. Mm. Uh, well, yeah. Do they all have the different background? Oh, no. they We have like the Chiro Mobile has like the leathery one. And Felipe Anderson has the kids scribbling one. Yeah. And I don't know how to describe this SMS one. But yeah, I think they're fine. Yeah, they're fine. But it just looks like a regular, that looks like just one of their design, like regular designs. So what's funny is that it reminded me of the K-League and J-League cards, like the yeah. new ones. Uh, and when our friend Gator Guy shared that they, these cards were there, there, excuse me, <clears throat> like on the market, I was like, oh, they messed up. Like they started printing European cards with the K-League background. And then I was like, oh, wait, no, they are. The, they're not the K-League or J-League background. And then I was like, why are these cards different? And it was like, oh, it's the Sorari's. Sorari's. I can't say that word once because I don't know how to say it. Yeah, I won't um, try. Yeah. But I don't know. Uh, I agree with Andre here. They could have gone They could have gone a little crazier with it. Um, yeah. I wonder if it was easier to get the club's approval with just the base, like super, like basic design. So like, I get it, 
I get it. But like, what what is it from the club that they're like, we don't want something nice? They It's probably nothing. It's probably just a formality, but they probably have to rubber stamp it. And it's sitting in some guy's inbox that doesn't give a shit. And he's just like, it's the email sitting there. And all he has to do is say, yes, this is okay. But I don't know if you ever dealt with somebody at work and all you need is like a yes or no. And you just, they won't reply to you. But if that's the case, like if you're, if, if you think this is just going to get rubber stamped, nobody's going to look at it and they'll just rubber stamp it. Wouldn't you kind of try to go a little wild with it? Like make something really cool that all of us are like, whoa, like we need to get these. I just feel like people are buying these for the collection bonus and not because they're like, that's a really cool card. And we were talking about like the, the golden boy cards are amazing. And like, People who have those cards, like, well, when we had Halls of Fame, like displayed them and they were like, look how cool this card is. And now we're just like, hey, I have a Sorari card. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like if you like really redesign it, then they might be like, oh, well, uh, what is so special? Like, why are these different? There, more questions might stir out of it. But if it's just like a new background, I think, I feel like that'll just get, you know, mm. force that through. The, yeah, uh, I guess, I guess. Are you going to buy any? Mm, I don't have any needs. Uh, I mean, we all need like a, another Kamik or something, but, or a Bruno Fernandez, but. Uh, what about a Matias Zakanyi? Who won? I, I don't even know what he won for. Uh, yeah, I don't either, but. I would uh, guess most underrated. Hmm. Yeah, or best defender or something. Isn't he a defender? I don't think that was a choice. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Yeah, I, I don't know. No, it was player of the year or like card of the year. Under 23 of the year. Most consistent, most underrated, and there was a fifth one. They should have just done like a fanboy one. Like all the people that that are just like huge fanboys of certain players and get them all up there against each other. You're, I don't know, just, I'm just trying to think of all the guys that, that everybody loves your Carlos Gills and uh, um, whoever. Yeah. We, we definitely need more Hans Vanaken cards. Oh yeah. Breakout yeah. of this breakout card. I also, this is so stupid and petty, but I have a problem calling it a breakout or, or a best card or best U23 card because it's not a singular card that was the breakout. It was a player. Yeah. Like you can say who is the best player, but like a card is like who had the best Kevin De Bruyne card. Hmm. It was probably a Belgian one too. Anyway. anyway, Andy, you just said you have no needs which means you are probably not rushing to do anything. But do you ever have that situation where you're like, oh, I, I think I'm going to stack this team or I'm going to get these few guys and you just feel like you have to get it done immediately? I don't have any needs because Liga MX is back, baby. Let's go. We're back. Uh, yeah. Um, whenever I want to do something... I better get it done all at once right away or I'll get sidetracked and I'll spend my ETH on something else. So my opinion is going to be a lot different from you here. Um, I believe you do have to get everything done at once because 
and ETH balance disappears really fast. I tell you. I think I was actually thinking that you had a you had like an out on this being a bad thing with your like one of a hundred St. Louis collection because like you had to get those. Right. Like they were coming out and it's like, okay, I have to do this right now or else I'm not gonna get them. Or at least sure. I won't get them first. But I started buying cards for collection bonus recently. And it was really weird because I realized that no part of the collection game for me is about collecting cards for a team. It's about boosting specific cards. So like the thumbnail from this video was for four Minnesota United cards from like two years ago mm -hmm. that I bought from Pavel to boost my Emmanuel Reynoso rare card. And it feels really stupid, but I'm like, the way that I was looking, I was like, I need to boost this card immediately. Cause like I'm using the card now, boosting the card in a year doesn't help me right now. So I like went through all of this. I definitely overpaid cause I got a Jan Gregus one of a hundred as if that was some sort of card that anybody would ever want. It's a collectible. And, but I felt like I needed to do it like right away so that I could get that extra 1% this weekend as if it's going to matter. And yet, I do that with everything I realized that here's why it matters. If you don't do that now, somebody else will. So I'm glad you brought that up. Cause I was going to say that too, that I get this thought in my head that if I start doing some sort of strategy and anyone who like looks at my gallery or like my transactions can figure out like what I'm trying to do. Mm -hmm. Thanks blockchain. But nobody's trying this stupid shit that I'm trying. Like there, nobody's dumb enough to follow what I'm doing. I say that as if somebody, cause somebody actually told me recently, like asked me how I felt knowing people like follow the things that I do. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I hope people don't do this because like, I, I've never had a strategy that I felt actually was right. I think more, the more important thing there is if pal trader looks at your gallery when you propose a trade and he sees that you have just bought four other Minnesota United players, he's going to be like, Oh, uh, this Laird Dino guy is going to be desperate for this one of 100 Jan Gregus. And I am not budging on my price. So I'll be honest. I feel like I snuck that in on him. So I, also have this Midgeland stack that I'm built like collection I'm building, which I think there's a decent chance that we do a show in like six months, just titled like the dumbest thing I ever did on so rare. And I talk about this collection of Midgeland cards that I have. So I, where was I going with that? With do you the, own a Vander? I don't have a Vander. But I was curious if that was why. Like, no, Evander had absolutely nothing to do with it. This was one of the most expensive, not thought out plans I've ever had. And so, and but I'm in too deep now. So now I'm, I'm just like that gif of the guy just like pouring dirt on himself in the grave. Like that's me right now with this Midgeland <laughs> stack. So, but the, so part of this Midgeland stack, there's a card, there's a guy on the team. I literally don't even remember what his name is. Who has a card, a Midland card from this season, but now plays in Thailand. He is worthless, this card. 
I believe I, I'm going to have to like look up. Let me just see if I. Yeah, I'm like hesitant to talk about it. Oh, no, I'm looking is... at your gallery right now. I, can't... I, I didn't get the card. I didn't get the card. Pavel has the card. And whoever this guy was, he has the one of 100. And I think the last sale of this guy's rare was like 0.0002. And I was like, all right, I'll pay 0.01. Like literally 10x. And I was like willing to do it. He countered back with 0.1. Like 10x more than my 10x. And I was like, all right, well, like he knows that, I mean, we all know that one, one of a hundreds are valuable for collection. Like, yeah. so I don't even think Pavel looked at my gallery and saw all these Midgeland cards, but it was just like, oh, it's a one of a hundred. So I'm just going to yeah, jack up the price and see what happens. And so Mickey Fu here says, I'm predicting Midgeland to be a top two team in Denmark this season. I think you've stumbled into a good strategy. So Mickey Fu ruined some of this strategy for me because he, Mickey Fu has gotten like a number of cards that I'm trying to get. Uh, so go away. Uh, Dion Cools, this is exactly what it was. Thank you to uh, S. Oh gosh, Asker Lujo. So Dion Cools, uh, let's just pull this clown up because he's horrific. <laughs> there, there, Andy, this is exactly the kind of card that like should not have any. Dion Cools. So he plays for uh, Buram United in the okay. top division in Thailand. At least it's and the top division, right? Top division. His last card sold four months ago for 0 0.034. I believe he was still on the team at the time. So like, actually, maybe not because Pavel has like five of them from eight months ago. So he's been there a while. <laughs> the only reason this guy has any value, for me at least, is that it was a one of a uh, hundred and uh, Pavel was just having none of it. So with this Jan Gregus card... Um, where is he? Oh, he's been on the platform. This is it right here. Yeah. I mean, what he's are we doing? A Baruch card. My goodness. Like, what are we doing? Uh, anyway, so this trade that I made for the Jan Gregus card, I noticed I was trying to do like five different deals at once just in order to boost certain cards. So I wanted to boost my all of my river plate cards and I needed two more river plate cards to do it. Um, uh, excuse me, three more. And then I was like, I'm going to boost my Reynoso. And so I proposed this trade of these cards. I would never use plus 0.01, which is the price I wanted to pay for that cools card. But it didn't happen. And the way that I put the, like I made sure that when I submitted the offer that the gray goose card was the fourth one listed so that two of two of the four guys in this in this trade here have red X's. Like these are absolutely worthless cards. And he snap accepted. And I was like, oh damn it. <laughs> I way overpaid for that. But it got my Reynoso up to, I think, 2%. And yeah, look at this. See? And uh I wonder in 90 days, will you get the uh will you no. get another percent? No. no. Not even close, but, and I, oh, I told you, I almost bought this Fred because I was yeah. like, oh, that would be funny. And I just haven't yet 60 bucks for Fred. I might be able to sell you one. I bet. I can I make bet. a, I can make a good price, good price for him. 
I've fallen for that already this week. <laughs> Buying cards from Andy Black. Um, hey, it'll all pay off this weekend. So that's the plan. Uh, Percho said my deals with Pavel mostly end up with me getting pissed and saying, okay, F you then keep it. I didn't want him anyway, which happens to me all the time. And then I just submit another offer. I think you have to be willing to walk away from him at some point. You can't just keep chucking more cards at him because that is like a disastrous, uh, dangerous game to play. It, it, it absolutely is. Uh, and I was ready to keep going for Reynoso. Like I was willing to be like, he's going to come back asking for like 0.05. And I'm like, ah, do I really want to give And what other cards can I put in there? Yeah. And thankfully he accepted. But part of me was like, I need to get this done right now. Like, I don't think anybody was going into Pavel's gallery and being like, I wonder if he has the Jan Gregus one of a hundred from the 2021 season. And, but I do know that there are people who go to his gallery and just sort by scarce, you know, serial number one. So then I was like, I got to get this done immediately because if I didn't get that card, I would have had to buy like four other non one ofs in order to get the, the boost because the one of is so was so much more important. And so I was like, I needed to do it immediately. The river plate one, I was like, I need to do this immediately because I use them all this game week. So like I have cards in this current, in this current game week that like got literally all 1% boosts going into the game week. And yet I don't think it mattered. I don't think it helped me at all. Yeah, probably not. Just what, 1%? About 1%, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> but I have to get this thing out. Like, these Midgeland cards. So, so I just... what, let's go back to that real quick. Yeah. What, what made you start this? And uh, I guess question two, are, do they play midweeks? Are they in Europa or something? Uh, so I haven't really wanted to talk about this out loud. Mm. I had, I did talk about it though on Quinny's anniversary stream. I think it was, that's what it was. We didn't talk about it together, right? With him. I don't think so. Okay. Like so, you may have vaguely mentioned it, but we did not talk in depth. Okay. So I think this story is going to make people stop watching server data content because of how stupid it is. Okay. And you're like, I can't believe I've listened or watched this guy for so long. So Mickey Fu saying, don't do it. I, I'm Mickey Fu. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm not selling this stack at all. So I decided that I wanted to have a challenger Europe stack, some sort of stack. Cause I have like these assorted challenger cards but it, nothing ever really made sense. And they're from different leagues. And it just felt like a lot of times last year, uh, you know, like I would have a super rare and two rares from like the Turkish super league when they had like a midweek, but I didn't have any others or Jupiter was on, but Eredivisi was off. And I didn't like, I just didn't feel like I had enough of all of my best guys playing because they were all in different leagues. So I was like, maybe I'll try to get everybody in the same league or just one team. And so I know that, oh man, I know the Superliga starts early. Like they start up again in less than a month. It's like July 21st. 
the Super League and the Croatian, whatever they actually call that league, start that weekend. And I already had a super rare from both those leagues. So I was like, oh, I just need some rares and I can play like a rare pro lineup in that challenger week when like there just aren't that, you know, there's no, no Ajax, no uh, Bruges, no whoever. So my long-term plan of like, I need to win this first game week that they come back. So then I look into it and Midgeland's the only team that is minted from the Superliga in Denmark. And the only other card I have from Denmark is a guy named uh, Michael Dooland, who I have a rare, a super rare, and I had the limited, but when I got rid of my limiteds, he left. It was, he was somebody that we talked about on Looking Up with Laird. I give Sam Tide credit for finding this guy, but basically he's Danish and was playing in the Netherlands, I think. I think it was NEC. And then went back. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He plays for Dynamo Kiev. But with everything going on, they were they let him leave, and so he went back to Denmark and like is fine. Like I thought he'd go back and crush, and he's been fine. But like take set pieces. I think he took a penalty or he scored a free kick goal, whatever it was. So that's like what opened my eyes to the Superliga, and so I found Midtjylland, and I looked at Jonas Lasso, who's their goalie, and I'm like, he's kind of cheap. And so I bought it. And then I was like, man, his super rares are kind of cheap. And they didn't have, there was one on the market and then it sold. And I was like, but it, it seemed cheap. And Pap had one and Pap is willing to sell any card if you give him a fair offer. So I sent an offer last year. Does he have that in his username? B-M-O-N. <laughs> B.M.O.N. Buy me out now. <laughs> so... So I got this super rare and I was like, well, I'm kind of in on Midland now because I really should get like a defender if I have the goalie. So they have two center backs that score pretty well. I got the one that doesn't score that well and then bought the other one. And then this collection bonus shit got into my head and I was like, oh, I should just buy the whole team. And that's what I've been trying to do. Like I, They, so they were really bad last year for a while, and then they crushed late in the season. And the reason they did that is because they were the top team in the relegation group because the league splits in half. Like, mm, okay, that makes sense. Yep. So they crushed against all these garbage teams. And I was like, well, once they like get back to like the regular league, like they, it won't be as good. But a few people like DM me. And we're like, hey, Midland, I saw you've got a few, like they should be so much better next year. I don't know these people. They don't, they might not know. They might have Midland cards too. And they're just like, no, they're going to be good. Don't worry. But that like got me like, okay, yeah, let's go. This is a good idea. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I just kept buying and buying and buying. And it. The, um, the first place real quick that you've messed up on is you said it was a dumb idea and uh, that you you didn't, you were doing this for other reasons. You need to say Midget Lynn is going to be dominant this year. Um, you know, like I can't, I can't say that. Yet, it, it hits a cross into the box and it goes in. He was definitely shooting. I, that's yeah. <laughs> no, I, um, 
I can't do it yet though. I like, I still need to buy the cards. So I can't be like too open about this. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Like that's one of the things that I'm not that I'm like hesitant to talk about what I'm doing. Um, because I think like other people will beat me to cards, even though it happens. Too late now. But it's too late now. Yeah. But it's always, it always amazes me. People like who do content, like Quinny does it all the time and Nep does it and Chani. And they're like, these are the cards I'm going after. And you're like, why are you telling everyone this? Now everyone yeah. else is going to go get pushed the floor up. Um, KB97 uh, noticed that they have 42 Ooh. cards in the collection, which is like, oh, great. Let me just buy 42 cards. Like, so you don't need to keep with this, Andy. I still know nothing about this team. Like, I own all of these cards. My hard earned money spent on these cards. I don't. A bunch of these guys are not on the team right now, but I couldn't tell you which ones. Not a clue. Uh, but I have all these other ones I need to get. I like this and, guy, Mads. He's uh, angry. He's big. He looks where? like he plays rugby. Oh, this guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's plural mad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know anything Charles. about him. Well, I love I, this. Way team. overpaid for this Simseer card. He's a U23 forward. I've convinced myself that he's going to have a monopoly of set pieces this year because Gustav Isaacson is gone. And there are other people who are like, yeah, he definitely could. And I'm like, stop, stop, <laughs> don't do that. Um, yeah, KB97, they have four goalies. One of them is U23, this Mark Ugbo, who I lost an auction on yesterday. And that's the other thing. Zero of these cards are first owner. So like... Yeah. Dude, you know... This shit. Pontus Germ. What does Germ know about Midgeland? Pontus Textile is a must. Rookie U19 captain and Danish youth captain. Like, I love it. Anyway, so you know who is a must on this list? You have to buy a Vander. So, so somebody asked me that. They have an Evander and they're like, hey, notice your Midgeland. And I'm like, I don't want a Vander. He doesn't even play here. It doesn't help my challenger team. But yeah, but you get the bonus in your MLS lineups. I mean, he's by far the most expensive like way to increase this. Um, oh. I mean, you're you've oh, germ the, oh, you get it. Yeah. So the other thing is, so this guy Christopher Olson is was on loan from Anderlecht last year. I I, I wish I could find this. Hold on a second. Um, where did where did I? Hold on. <laughs> This is just to show how like absurd this whole process is going. So I look, Christopher Olsen is on loan from Anderlecht and he took most of their set pieces last year, meaning he took Midland set pieces along with um, uh, Gustav Isaacson, who's like a huge U23 forward. He's super expensive. And where am I going to find this article? So, Olsen wants to stay at Anderlecht. Excuse me, excuse me. He wants to stay at Midgeland. But, and Midgeland want him back. And obviously there's a situation where he needs Anderlecht to sell him. And so I was doing what we all do. And I just searched him in Google and like Google News and had to translate from some sort of Danish newspaper. And, oh man, 
I feel like you're going to have to talk for a little bit while I find this article because <laughs> I need to, I need to find it. I'm just, I'm, I'm literally disappointed that you're not going to, uh, Paulino, is that the, that, that's not the same Paulino that, um, it's not, okay. it's a different Paulino. Well, there are like uh, 17 no. Paulinos. No, I, yeah, I actually owned that Paulino. So that, that was one of the ones that I was talking about, I guess. A Midgeland one? Yeah, uh, it was a limited card. And I sold him after I had like an insane team going. And he played on like a Monday night or something. And so it was like the last card of the game week. And it was a capped 240 team or 220 team. And I was like, all right, I'll, if he gets a decisive, I would have won first place. He had a red card. And I, was oh. like, I, I sold him for pennies on the dollar. I was so upset with him. That's a bummer. Um, I hate that's like it's so funny when you're like, oh, I just need, and they just like, oh, you're yeah. not getting that. You're also yeah. not getting anything. Getting a red tonight. So there's also this guy. I have to bring this up. Sorry, Kaba, Kaba. So I was talking to uh, Harry Trades and Sam Ty about this whole Midgeland thing. It was a looking up with Laird discussion that wasn't actually on looking up with Laird. So sorry, Kaba was on loan at Cardiff. I think it was Cardiff this season. And Harry knows someone at Cardiff or whatever it was. And maybe it wasn't somebody, maybe it was just somebody who watched Cardiff. But they described this guy as the worst footballer they'd ever seen. Mm -hmm. Like straight up, he's the worst. And he's not, he's like 0.05 for his rare. And I was like, even if it was 0.005, I'm not sure I could do it just knowing that. But anyway, so I found this bit. It was from an article about, um, about how Christ, uh, Christoph, Christopher, Christoph, whatever his name is, Olsen wants to go back. And they said in the loan agreement, there is a purchase option of 30 million Danish kroner, which is equivalent to 46 million Swedish kroner. But Midtjylland will try to negotiate that down. And I read this and I was like, I have absolutely no idea how much that is. Yeah. Like, no clue. Um, yeah. Oh, Harry's here. He said the Cardiff goalkeeper first team coach said that he was the worst, worst one ever. So it was one of those things that I was like, I need to get this done immediately. But before I do that, I need to find out, A, how much 30 million Danish kroner are, B, yeah. how much 46 million Swedish kroner are, and C, if that is an amount that is too great that they won't come to a deal. And to this day, he's still not back. And well, if he doesn't go back, is that? that's what I want to know. It's like $2 million, bucks, oh, $2 million, okay. I think. One way Surely there'll be somebody in chat that can uh, correct you if you're wrong. Right. Um, what did I say? 30 million. 30 million. Uh, Danish kroner to USD. 4.3 million is what they want. Uh, but they actually want 40 million, so 4 million. Oh, it's like a million dollar difference. Hmm. I did mean Krono. Uh, so that's that's what I've been doing on Sorer lately. <laughs> I've seen dumber things. You're right. You're right. Oh, KB said 4 million euros. I guess I could have just used the chat. Yeah, which is about $3.6 million, I think. So I, so when somebody was like, how do you feel? Oh, yes. Harry said if he scores goals. Um, there you go, KB97. Dumb is fun. 
the so when somebody messaged me the other day and was like, how do you feel about people like following your stuff? I was like, oh God, like if you knew what I was doing today, <laughs> you really shouldn't be doing this. But, oh, so I kept thinking like, I need to get all of these, um, I need to get all these cards in. Like I need the Midgeland stack. And let me see, let me pull it up here. So like my collection, this is what the problem that I'm having is that uh, my collection it will be at 3% when all of these guys get to 90 days. But that's way way after the season starts. And so if I wanted them at 3% when the season starts, I have to buy nine more cards. Mm-hmm. And the reason I want to buy these cards immediately, and this, again, is comes in the stupidity realm but also maybe i'm sharp they start the season midgeland does uh, at home against like two of the worst teams in the league and how do you know they're the worst teams in the league i think i just looked it up looked up the table like i think in fact one of these might have even been a promoted team uh and so the the way that i have been thinking about this is like, it reminds me of when everyone like uses the concept builder and they're like, well, I would have won this, you know, they all smashed in this game week. So like, I should do, I should buy that. And I like remind people that, and I write, like, I have this conversation with my son actually, whenever we do like baseball lineups, he's like, oh yeah, so-and-so had like two home runs this week. And I was like, but, but we don't get those points for next week. Like we need to find, we have to figure out what happens next week. And so when you use the concept builder and you're like, oh yeah, this guy smashed against this team. And it's like, but you're not, that already happened. You're not getting that. And so a lot of times people will look at like huge performances and it's like, they don't play that team again this season in, in that situation. Like if they play the worst team of the league in the league at home, they're not going to do that again until next season but the season hasn't started yet. So they do have this game coming up. And so I'm like, I need to get an extra 1% on all these cards. And instead of just waiting the 90 days and it just feels like I need to get that 1% right now. Yeah. Speaking to, uh, you don't have to do everything at once. Um, I bought multiple cards for this game week. Um, To play this game week or to help other cards in this game week? Like, um, great question. No, just to play this game week. Okay. Jamaica played Trinidad and Tobago last night, and then they play St. Kitts this weekend. So I felt like that was a good, good spot, right? And I was yes, at the game last smart. night, and Andre Blake conceded some stupid goal in like the 50th minute, and they were completely dominating the game, had all the possession, yeah. never like they never had a chance the entire game. And then just all of a sudden ball falls the right way and they get a stupid goal and it crushed my soul because all the guys were smashing. Bailey was smashing. Antonio was smashing. Uh, Damian Lowe was absolutely balling out. And, uh, you know, Blake, I don't think made a save the entire game. He probably lost a few possessions. He would have ended up with a flat 60 Mm -hmm. and ended up with like a 32 or something. Yeah, uh, Bailey missing happened. two sucked, but he did get two decisive actions, so that was nice. 
So I bought two cards on Monday. Maybe one from Pavel. No, I had a counter offer from Pavel and was able to get one from someone else for like slightly cheaper. And I was there like, ah, eat it, Pavel, as if he gives a shit. But anyway, yeah. my so I had that Minnesota United, I'll call it a bundle from Pavel. Four players. I traded, I don't even remember. I had it up on the screamer earlier. Where does Greg Goose even play anymore? It's like Nashville. Oh, okay. Nashville. <clears throat> like he will have a monopoly of set pieces when everyone else is out. <laughs> but like literally all 11 starters, including Joe Willis, has to be out okay. for him. But it's there. Um, I actually almost bought a Jan Greg who's super rare at the beginning of last season when he was like, do you remember that? He was like, oh, yeah. One of the best players in Major League Soccer last I year. I think I bought him, experienced the, the hype a little bit, and then sold him before he died. Smart. Yeah. Very smart. That's, Very sharp. Uh, he was with San Jose, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't even know why he stopped playing, but like this was the oh, beginning of the season. Montero took, started taking his sets, and then I think he just Jack stopped Mule, playing. What's that? Like, Greg has just stopped playing. Yeah. Well, it was like they had like just too many midfielders. I think like they had Jackson, Yule, Montero, Espinosa. They were just like flooded with mids. Yeah. And he was the odd man out. I'm pretty sure I had like a 0.7 offer on his super rare rejected. And I was just like, do I go higher? And I just like, didn't have it. And it was like right before he got benched. And Thank I was God. Like, sometimes you get really lucky. Um, so where was I going with that? The Minnesota. Oh, <clears throat> so I bought, I'll just go back to it. So I got these four, these four Minnesota guys and uh, Metnire and Hayes are not, they're red X's. They play yeah. in USL or one of them does. I don't know where the other one is. And Brent I Coleman actually is own like, a Hayes as well. You have a Jacory Hayes? Mm-hmm. Man, you could have got him from me. I could have, yeah. Uh, and Coleman. Um, are those 2020s or 2021s? 2021. Okay. Mine are 2020s. Oh, okay. So, yeah, wouldn't so you wouldn't help at all. Mm-hmm. Sorry, let me see if I can, I'll make it a little bigger. There we go. So, uh, so two of those guys don't play. And for some reason in my head, I was adamant about not getting those types of players from my River Plate stack or my River Plate collection. And there are plenty of guys on the team who are not playing anymore. But I was like, I want to buy guys who play just so I can use them. And one of the first one I got was Enzo Perez, who I, I should have had his rare long ago anyway. I've had his super rare for a long time. And I was like, I mean, they have, where did he go? This guy, Jorge Morea, Morera, has a floor of $9. No way he sells for that. Javier Pinola, 10 bucks. He's not going to sell. Like, they will be much less than that. Where's the one that I almost, this guy, Ponzio, is probably, he's older than me. And I have no idea if he plays, but I was hey, just like, see, I'm not buying those guys. You see that guy down there at the bottom, Augustin Fontana? Yes. Come to me if you want to uh, get one, 20 bucks. That's it, 20 bucks. Does he even I play? Paid, I paid $100 for him. Ooh. Does he play? No, he's a Red X. Oh, he's a Red X? Yeah. Because he plays bucks. for... He literally does not play. Like he's... <laughs> he's got the broken JPEG club. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. 
So despite doing the exact opposite with my Minnesota United guys, I was like, I need to buy guys who play. And Robert Rojas is one of these guys who has been playing, but only because he's been playing instead of Paulo Diaz, who I also have. Of course, the two of them play together last night. I don't play them together. Mm -hmm. And I would have been like top 10 in uh, all-star rare. So this lineup, I have 36 points from Kevin McAllister, who had a own goal or error led to goal. But I have Rojas right here with 65 in the cat. Where is, don't you have uh, their goalkeeper? I have Armani in rare pro here with my Palo Diaz super. Oh, okay. Okay. So you have like three River Plate stacks, basically. Well, I have like, I have a bunch of River Plate cards. It's like not, I mean, I guess this is probably the stack. Little mini stacks. Sure. Yeah. But I have like a Palo Rare. I now have an Enzo Perez Rare, uh, which I played right here. Um, mm. Yeah. You're going to have like all these River Plate stacks and a bunch of um, uh, Midgetlin stacks here in a couple weeks. So... So let me go back to the to the Midland thing because I didn't actually. Um, so Pablo is saying Rojas will be playing for LGP because he's hurt, which is true. But Mamana is also back, and so that probably so it's kind of I don't know could be anybody, and they just signed someone else. Like River Plate is really doing a good job of like just screwing all of us. But anyway, mm. so the the Midland thing started because I was like I want a challenger stack, and I have a few challenger cards. Like I said. But like, like I have a Tottage, which I paid like so much for at the time. But like getting a Ajax stack is expensive and I didn't want to spend that much. Mm -hmm. And then I have a, I have a Mats Kohlert super rare. He is a forward who plays left back. He plays for Heronby. And I was like, all right, I really like uh, Pavel Bolshnowitz, if that's how you say his name. I had his limited for a long time. Actually, I had two of them. And his super rare was like kind of okayly priced. So I was like, oh, if I get him, but then Noppert is their goalie. And like Noppert's kind of expensive because everybody, he got expensive when he, when he started the World Cup. And then there was right. like the Ajax stuff. He didn't go to Ajax, but he's still, so here in Eden didn't work. And I have a Fernando Muslera rare card. And I was like, oh, I could stack Galatasaray. But like that, didn't, so like all of these, there were just negatives for everything. And then I like came upon this Midland stack or idea and here I am. But I, I, I found myself now getting closer to just stacking teams instead of trying to like piecemeal. Like I have all the, like you just saw those river plate guys. Mm -hmm. I now have an at, a full Atlas stack that I will be winning champion America rare pro with this weekend. And it just seemed like, I don't know. It just seems like that's what I should be doing. When are you going to make the Manchester United stack? So like, that's another really expensive one. Um, I, can't, I can't like, I, I, I can't. I mean, you can, you totally can. <sighs> I'm not going to do it. What are the expensive pieces of that stack? I mean, I have, I assume I have the most expensive one, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that they're cheap. 
And they probably don't have a goalie on the platform anymore because isn't De Gea going to go? Um, yeah, but I have to buy him for the collection bonus. Yeah, I mean, you don't, you don't have to. Is that part of the deal? Like, you're going to stack teams and then uh, stack the collection bonus on top? So it feels dumb not to do it at least to a certain degree, like yeah. 2%, I guess. Um, I was having a, yeah, Pablo points this out. Funes Mori is going to go over. I think Paolo Diaz, they've been talking about him leaving for a long time. But mm -hmm. the, I, I talked to Nep about this, not on any stream or anything, but I was like, because he's really into stacks and collection bonuses and stuff. And he kind of made this point, or I asked him, I was like, what do you, what do you think about stacking without collecting? Like five guys and just running those guys. And his, he was like, I think it's fine, but because of collection bonus now, and this is something that I, I thought of, I, I had not thought of deeply enough, but because of the collection bonuses and the number of people who are basically boosting cards because of the collection bonus, we're going to see a lot more cards that, that literally have like 10% or more bonuses. And if you don't play the collection part of it, you just won't get there. Like it takes a long time for cards to get to 10%. Even with the 5% like uh, current season bonus, you you have to get your cards fairly early in the season to hit that. Like my Bruno card will never get to 10% before he loses the 5%. Yeah. And so there's, it, it just feels like you're you're putting yourself at a disadvantage. Like you're making your stack weaker by not collecting the other cards. And that's why I can't do it with Bruno because like, like De Gea is expensive yeah. and all like the defenders that I would want, like if it's Shaw or DeLow or With, Dallas, with that said, I love Surface's question. Um, An interesting discussion should really examine what Laird should do with Bruno. Like where does Laird think he's going to play Bruno? I'm going to play Bruno in All-Star Rare Pro on his own. With One card, like Tadic right. and Messi and... Well, Messi's gone. Like presumably like once like i'm not i'm i'm looking at it more from a, a european season schedule I mean, like Messi from you know august to october yeah like three months yes you can use them yeah so so the problem is is that then i'm playing a super rare goalie in all-star rare pro like if i do a super rare goalie super rare defender and then i can yeah. play bruno messi and Tadic. Which for your gallery, that's probably not ideal because you need to prioritize that super rare goalie in cap 240. Yeah, or yeah. all-star. Like right. I would just prefer to. Yeah. Um, and so that's the problem. So ultimately, even if I think of it in terms of not using Messi, then I can do goalie, super rare defender, super rare mid, most likely. What does... Uh, River uh, Argentina schedule look like? Will they, will Bruno and will they, they line up at all? Like, can you run Armani and Paulo Diaz, Bruno? Diaz, unfortunately, is the is the one that's probably like he's not reliable enough. So I had like a Don Coates. Coates is going to Saudi Arabia most likely. But 
I might be able to get a Midgeland super rare defender. And so do I play super like those two? Like that's a stupid. <laughs> Let me just pull it up because it's got to be one of the stupidest looking lineups anyone will ever see. The real shame is that you don't get the collection bonus on the SRs. So I'm glad you brought that up. I think they're going to change that. I, I have no reason to think they're actually thinking of this. Like, honestly. But I think the collection bonus on super rares is... It's unachievable to any realistic degree. And so it just feels like you're chasing... You're not, you're not playing... The collection game with super rares it's just it doesn't it doesn't some work. people are but like why are you why are you designing a collection game that that is available and like honestly is available to like 50 people is it even that many probably not because because a good portion of those 50 people just don't care to do it Let's give away my terrible idea here. I feel so. Oh, so strange. this is this is gonna be your your rare pro team right here. Maybe. Excellent listening for everybody. It's fun. Oh, so I thought you weren't going to run the super rare goalkeeper in this. Well, I wasn't, but I don't really have an option. I mean, not that I don't have an option, but even if I took out those guys, like I can still have my Hail Mary that Coates stays, right? Mm -hmm. Who would be the other outfield SR? So while we're on the topic of Hail Marys, I need... Alexandru Maxim to go back to what he was. Uh, where is he? Is there a world? Is there a world that you uh, sell that he is? and buy a super rare? Say again. Is there a world that you sell Bruno Fernandez and buy a SR? Um, because it seems like Coates leaving is going to hamstring you a little bit. Surely. Um, I think it's the, the easiest example of a card I should sell. Yeah. But fuck that. <laughs> Fair enough. I, yeah, I absolutely. So... I absolutely should sell the card because it'll help me in other places. Mm -hmm. But I also am likely not getting like I don't see myself getting another another even rare card that's as good as him. Yeah. Like there're not many midfielders on the platform better than Bruno. Well, you just buy another uh Zeller I am and then yeah, so like on this list, which is like fun for me, like Zellerion's first, I have his rare. You get Marvin, he's only 600 bucks. Yeah. Sell Bruno, buy Marvin, or 
Alvarado. Well, I don't want Alvarado because the season doesn't overlap. Like I, I'm, I'm thinking this more as as a European thing. So yeah, but Ecuador season does like they go on break in July, and then a little bit of August maybe, and then they they run through closer to like MX. Yeah, then I have to figure out what Ecuador does. Like, I guess I could ask you since you are very, I'm very not. interested in that. I just ask questions in, in other discords. Um, that, that's fair. Yeah. So, like, honestly, I don't think it makes sense for me to keep the card. Like, like in 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 true optimal strategy, I absolutely should sell that card. Yeah. But there is too much of a there's too much of an interest, like my own interest, in trying to build around that card instead of getting rid of it because I want it. Okay. Like I would have never bought a Bruno. Like no right. way. In fact, I do would have. Believe, do you not believe that he's going to be the best mid on the platform? I think he has a great chance to be the best mid on the platform, but I also am fairly certain that if I didn't win him and it, and he like went crazy, that I was definitely going to do content in the future of like, here are guys you can buy instead of Bruno. Like don't, don't spend up on Bruno, get these other guys. And now I have them and I'm like, well, um, sorry, there were a bunch of like really good comments I wanted to bring up. Holy shit. Uh, Scosmo said I had dismissed collection until now as one to 2% on 55 points is nothing much, but two to 3% on your entire 300 to 350 base scores an extra 10 points, which makes a big difference in the middle of the rewards field, which is absolutely true. Um, Moldy said Nep was applying some boosts to his Cecenia over the stream earlier. Have you done this with your coins? I have not. Have you boosted any cards? Uh, I had a couple like 19s that I just made go to 20. I think one of them was messy actually. Um, Maybe not. I, or whatever. I have decided to die on the hill that my cards are going to be uh, pure XP earned cards. I think that that's a really stupid um, take because uh, is it dumber no than way the people to look at your card and be like, oh, he's a virgin? <laughs> Nobody cares, but that one percent could help you. It might, it might. Uh, yeah. The, the problem that I have with a lot of them is that like my, the ones that I have on level 19 are like close enough where it's almost like a waste of the coins to boost them. And the ones that are short are just like, they're so short that it didn't seem worth it. Uh, sorry. Germ says super collection sh should get points for lower scarcity, collect all limited defenders and you get 20 points for your SR collection. I think just the opposite. I think that the super rare should help your lower scarcity cards, not the other way around. Um, hmm. Or maybe both, right? Yeah, that that's fair. I so like the. I wonder if I can pull this. Oh yeah, I can. Like I have five Orlando City cards, and they're all different collections. <laughs> Actually, I take that back. Mueller and Gaeze uh, are the same, but he doesn't yeah. even play for the team anymore. Like, I think that's just kind of dumb that like the Jansen doesn't help at anything. Um, 
Scosmo said rare, super rare, and unique could merge into one annual collection with super rares and uniques having an additional 10 to 20 collection score. Counter it. If you complete a collection of one scarcity, you get a bonus too. Yeah, yeah I guess. All good. And he also thinks I could run one super rare in this line. In, oh, I lost it already. But that's insane. I would never do that. Uh, Surface said Midgeland's off for a big break from December to February, which it's not that long. It'll feel like an absolute eternity, but. But yeah, they don't even play that many games. That's the best part. Oh, I for I forgot the literally the the one thing that made me feel smart about Midland, which is as soon as it's going to come out, it's definitely not uh, going to be smart. Um, so Midland is in the playoffs for Europa Europa Conference League. So they have a shot at midweeks. I have no idea if the early round playoffs are covered, but if, like, if all Midland Conference League games are covered, they will start the season and play thirteen game weeks in a row. What? Like, not thirteen weekends, thirteen game weeks in a row. And I'm just going to clean up, Andy. Yeah. Well, Bouncy's raining on your parade right now. He's saying that they're not covered. Uh, he just well, said they uh, aren't. Who knows uh, what he's referring to? <laughs> At some point, they will be covered. Even if it's not 13 in a row, it's going to be like seven in a row. Now, granted, this is a team. Well, actually, I was going to say they're not that deep. They have 48 players on the team, so maybe they are deep. But... Oh, see, Esker Lujo says all their games should be covered, which I actually don't think is true. Um, the qualifiers aren't covered. I, I remember last year that some of them are covered, which is really stupid. Um, yeah. There was a year, and I, I don't even remember when it was anymore, but like they were covering some of them and not covering other ones, and you never knew which ones were – like they would show up in the, uh, like in the lineup builder, and you'd be like, oh, I guess they're covering that game this game week. Yes. It's, well, I think they, they don't really know until, well, they have to wait for the draw to find out where the stadium is. And then, oh, does the stadium have the cameras? Yes. Then we cover it. No, we don't. Oh, it's so, like that. It's like, it, that is exactly what it's like. Yes. Um, let's see. Uh, Moldy, I like this. Organic XP. That's what my team has. Organic XP. Mm. <laughs> In terms of zero three power-ups used are power-up virgin. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, David said Coates runs the risk of not starting next season. He runs the risk of <laughs> starting the season in Saudi Arabia. That's the risk, actually. Um, anyway, but yes, surface the break is long. I get it. It's why. So the other thing is, like, it just feels like these. Well, at least when I started, the Midland cards were so much cheaper than like similar situations in other leagues. When, uh, when when's the break? It's like beginning of December to February. Oh, okay. I was trying to think, when did MX start up? It was like beginning beginning of February or was it January? I think it was They were in January, yeah. yeah. It was super early. So it's not like you'll have those to cover that break? <clears throat> I mean, Andy, if there's anything that anyone knows about me, thinking seven months ahead is not something I do on this game. You are right now. Um. 
No, I'm only thinking until the next, well, J- July 21st and then the 13 game weeks after that. <laughs> maybe, maybe 13 game weeks. Maybe. That's right. That's Possibly. Right. So the other thing is, I was like, oh, it's 13 game weeks in a row. Obviously, they could lose. Like, if they, <laughs> they lose and then they don't even make the conference league. Yeah. I, yeah. To this day, I still don't know why they are even in the conference. Like, they were literally in the relegation playoff. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. No. I'm guessing but maybe the winner won. of the did they win the relegation division? They did, but like, why does why would the sixth place team in Denmark? I don't know. Maybe I thought maybe they won the domestic cup, but they didn't. Anyway, hmm. Ali Grant said thoughts on buying players who have transferred to covered but not licensed league, so they keep their five percent bonus. Um, I think it's fine. I think they could remove that rule at some point. Um, like not waiting the full year or like uh, losing the 5% current season bonus. Like some of the Zenit cards like on two years? Zenit, Minero, River Plate will have them now. Argentinos will have it. But it was like multiple years of, of having It did seem bonus. like the Zenit ones had 38% rares. Forever, for yeah. Oh, Bouncy said the mid-table playoffs get a shot at Conference League. See, this is stuff that like I probably should have looked up before I bought 25 Yeah. I did. I, I did a similar strategy, not this past year, but the year before with Lask because they were in the relegation. Uh, yeah. Playoffs, but they were clearly the best team. Like they were just missed whatever the the top end, and uh, it was the the dumbest thing I ever did on the platform because they decided that oh we're not gonna get relegated because they were better than all those teams. Yeah. So they just rotated like crazy. I remember that. <laughs> so I had this like genius strategy. I had all the best players on last. I had the perfect stack. And I don't think there was one game in the last 10 that they played where all five of my guys. Where you had all of them. Yeah. It was, it was, it was so infuriating. I sold them all just out of complete anger. The, so that I did something similar last summer with rapid VN mm-hmm. that they were in the conference league playoff and they were like heavily favored yeah uh so i bought nicholas hadel who's like a u23 goalie they had a u23 defender and i'm like this is i'm i'm getting one over the community on this one yeah eliminated in the first round didn't even get like didn't even get to a conference though um yeah it's it's bad um i got nothing else ali said that that tactic worked uh with whack this year six of their last 10 were clean sheets is that where Baumgartner plays? What's that? Is that where Baumgartner plays? Uh, it is Dominic Baumgartner. <clears throat> yeah, he was a beast at the. Oh, this is. I mean, look at that score graph. Hmm. You should have bought that guy. I should have. There's there's a lot of things I should have done. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody asked me earlier. Um, well, Mickey Fu said Bruges, Twenta, and Besiktas stacks are going to feast in the Conference League this season. Uh, I think Bruges has to go through the qualifiers too, though. They're not, I don't think they're automatically in, are they? I thought I saw them in the. Uh... There must be some soft games. They probably have some soft games, though, against bad teams. Yeah, probably against Midgeland. Um... <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, it was one of these things that. I just felt like I had to try it out and see what happens. And uh, 
you're going to look like a genius when this is all said and done. So congratulations. I hope so. I hope so. Somebody said if it doesn't, if they don't win their first two games, am I going to just uh, rage trade everything to Pavel? Uh, no, I. You're committed. Yeah, no, I do this thing on on Sorry where I just go down with the ship. Uh, and so that's why you still have all three coatas co right now that's right that's right that's down right. with the ship <clears throat> i mean i, I still own my island, baby yeah exactly <laughs> uh looking worse than walmart after black friday it's, uh oh that's 20 not me oh that's nice um oh mickey fusa they play uh duel in an agf see bruges is going out unless that's twenty. i don't know Mickey Fu, I got to catch up with you. You seem to know exactly the answer to everything that I'm looking for. Thank you to everybody for joining us. If you haven't liked the video, please do so. Um, subscribe to the channel as well. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow on Off Topic. I was probably going to talk about this on Off Topic, how dumb I am. And uh, so now I, who knows what we'll talk about tomorrow. Um, and then back next week is going to be a little, a little different because I'm not working Tuesday because, uh, you know, Independence Day here. So we'll see. A uh, question on that. Do you, are you a fireworks guy? Love them. Absolutely love them. Do My you, wife hates them. Do you buy them? No, 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 no. No, no, no. You just go and watch them. Yeah. So your son doesn't like to shoot off fireworks? He's never been given the opportunity. <laughs> I've seen way too many videos of people exploding fireworks like into their face. And I'm like, oh, I'm just going to let professionals do that. All the fireworks now they sell are like, they have like, I don't know, governors on them or something. They, they, they don't blow up big. It's like little wimpy fireworks. Well, yeah, I don't want to see those either. I'm a big <laughs> firework guy. I want a professional to shoot these things off. And yeah, yeah, it's great. Where I live, we did, they did like a, uh, beginning of summer festival last weekend. They did all these big fireworks. It was great. I love it. Absolutely. Love it. Do, do you have pets? No. Yeah. No reason why I love fireworks. There's this thing, I don't know if it's just a Midwest thing, but the fireworks stands, they open in like like middle of June. Okay. People just start buying fireworks in June and then shooting them off at night. And then your dog is like curled up in the corner, sad. And Yeah, yeah. I, I don't have a dog, but I sympathize with that, with people who have dogs. Because, yeah, this time of year, everybody's just shooting them off. And I'm like, it's June 24th at 7 o'clock on a Tuesday. What are we doing? What are we doing? Um, yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, we shouldn't laugh, but I did. Go Jets. All right. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Uh, I'll see you tomorrow. And Andy and I will be back next week.